Stand by to receive our transmission. Broadcasting to all of humanity from RadioOnTheGo.com. I find this scientifically fascinating. This is North Central Iowa's own 98.9 FM. KQCR Parkersburg. Radio On The Go. The following is a production of Radio On The Go Sports. Clean up on aisle five. Clean up in produce! Did you find everything okay? Yes, we did. Oh, good. Price check on honeydew? Seven days a week. Whipped cream on aisle ten. KQCR 98.9 FM proudly presents the Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner. Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school basketball coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of basketball meat and produce. The Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com. Welcome to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Mowenkoll. On this week's edition of the program, we'll talk to our area girls basketball coaches. Some of them are done with the year, some of them are not. That's coming up next. We'll start our conversations, as always, with head coach of the Falcons, Brady Driscoll, on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I admit, sometimes we talk a little fast about Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. That's because we get pretty excited about their specials every week, including this week's deals where they have Best Choice Ice Cream, just $2.99. Pick up Tony's Pizzas, two for $6. Brothers Market has Malto Meal Bags of Cereal, two for $7. They also have Nabisco Ritz Chips for $2.99. And Kraft Mac and Cheese, just $1.15. These and many other specials available at Brothers Market, Highway 175 in Grundy Center, Highway 57 in Parkersburg, Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Now joined by Appleton Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll as the Falcons are going to the state tournament, 50-38 to win over Beckman Catholic. Coach, uh, a sigh of relief, I'm sure. How are you feeling right yeah, now? Yeah, you know, the last, what, three minutes of that game felt like it took 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, my God, clock, go, go faster, faster. They turned up their intensity. Beckman did on the defensive end for sure. Got a few runouts, and then Ellen rolled her ankle, had to go get it retaped at a great time. Um, not. Uh, but she came back, and the team finished really, really well. Um, they, they built that lead throughout the course of the game, so there was a, a – um, you could have that buffer zone kind of of giving up a few points here and there without totally collapsing. Um, and then we were fortunate enough to find a couple people behind the defense there late when they were up ball pressure, um, scored a few points that way too. So it was really good. How, how significant was that run to start the second quarter there? I think it was 6-0 something in that range where you took the lead. I mean, it ended up being for good at that point. And uh, at, at that point, Beckman was playing from behind. Yeah, you know, that was key for us. And that was key for us in, in a lot of the games we played this year, you know, building that first bit of lead um, and then just never look back. Because, you know, we talk about all year, our defense is what we live and die by. I mean, we, we, we defend very, very well. We feel like if we can just get a, a short lead early and build on it from there, our defense will keep most teams under. You know, 40 points to goal again tonight, and they were at 38, you said. So, they're, you know, the defense is where it really starts. Um, and, we, you know, that first quarter, we, I felt pretty good, too, because we were up 8-3, I think, right away. And then they came back and ended up tying it up. Um, 
But then that second quarter start was, was really good for us. I think we kind of settled in and knew what we were up against now. Now we've seen him in person. We've seen so much film on him. Now you see him in person. You play a quarter with him. Now you know what you're up against, and they responded from there. And then at the very end, uh, I don't think it ended up getting less than 10. I don't. I want to say it got within, It was. I think it was 41 yeah, to 31, yeah, but that's yeah. the closest. Scott, yeah. can you just talk about the very end? Because, I mean, Beckman, I mean, they were starting to come back. Yeah. Their fans were getting into it, yeah. and then it, was, it wasn't It was over at that point. No, no, not even close. You know, that's where I talk about the clock. You know, last three minutes yeah. felt like it took 30. It was like, gee, come on, clock, come on. Um, but, no, you know, we, we got a few. You know, Ellen had that run out. We looked ahead, found her. Um, I think that's where she got hurt, actually. She was down on the other end, and we happened to get a turnover, and she was still on that end but had gotten up by then and finished the layup. That's where I noticed she started limping right away. Um, and then I think Kendall found Kennedy behind the defense there for a long pass, easy layup, and Kendall finished one at the end of the shot clock, too. You know what? You get to that point in the game, and you start trying to do a lot of math in your head of, okay, shot clock's at this, game clock's at this, a possession for them probably takes about this, and they got to start fouling. Um, so we knew even if we got a shot clock violation or whatever, it would be it'd be all right because we, we'd um, we'd be all right on the defensive end, and they'd have to take some time, and by then it'd be uh, game over. I'll continue my conversation with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land and the land is us. Landis. Who has the appliances you need and is just a few minutes away? It's AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. For decades, they have provided professional heating and cooling services, but remember, they're appliances. AP Appliance is a dealer of Maytag, Mana, Whirlpool, and KitchenAid, brands you can trust. Plus, AP Appliance backs them up with expert service. Stop by this week, Monday through Friday, and check out their line of refrigerators, freezers, washers and dryers, as well as stoves and dishwashers. Get best KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana, and Whirlpool from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling, Highway 57, Parkersburg. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank & Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank & Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lift. I now resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. So you get this done, uh, your third season at the helm, you got four new starters. Just just how significant and awesome is this? I mean, you touched on it a little bit uh, at the very top of the interview here, but, I mean, to get this done with this group, I mean, how amazing is this? Yeah, you know, I, I remember specifically last year at the Denver game in the locker room after the game after the loss at Waverly um, and at the banquet, too, I think I touched on it a little bit. But, you know, we, this was kind of the expectation now of, you know, that senior group was really solid for us last year. They kind of set the tone, set the expectation that this is what AP basketball is going to be. They're going to be at least a sub-state game. Get yourself here and give yourself a position to, to go to state. Um, and this team picked up right where they left off. Last year's seniors, great leaders. This year's seniors, outstanding leaders. Um, and, you know, we're getting to that point now. Where I, this is year three for me, so I've have, I taught um, all the freshmen and sophomores in school. 
So it's just seeing them grow from when they were, you know, the sophomores when they were in eighth grade and the freshmen seventh grade. It's it's been really fun for me now, and it'll keep keep going hopefully. Yep. Um, so Ellen Waller finishes with 22 points. Um, yeah, I know she was really, really hungry for this. Um, and it just seemed like she willed this team to victory in a way. Can you talk about yeah. her performance tonight and how critical it was for her to have a huge game? I felt pretty confident. Uh, you know, she, she don't lack any confidence when she goes out and takes the court. But this morning she texted me says she's just so ready to go. She's anxious. And I'm like, I, you're telling me. And then we got here, and she was all hyping on the bus, and she was dabbing people up. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, we got to settle her down somehow. And, you know, it just feeds off to everybody else, you know, that attitude of um, we're here and we're not going to lose. Um, it starts with her, and it just feeds to everybody else, and they all get all this way. And it's like, okay, i got to find a way to <laughs> calm you guys down before you take the court. But I'd rather have that than trying to, you know, ramp them up and get them going. So, you know, that's on her. That's just the way she is. And she's been that way for three years since I've been here. Yep. Well, obviously, a uh, huge win for your team. Great fan support here tonight, but anything else you want to share about, uh, you know, tonight's win or about No, you said it right here? there. You know, the, the crowd was awesome. Students were totally engaged from start to finish. Big crowd, you know, we got here pretty early, and people were starting to flow in already. It's like, all right, we're going to get a pretty big crowd here. Um, and the girls feed off of it big time. And, you know, I feed off a of big time. It's, it's just a great atmosphere. I knew it would be AP. That's what they're awesome at, traveling everywhere. You know, no matter where we're playing, if there's AP basketball, we're, we're going to pack the gym. Um, it'll be that way for the boys, too, on Saturday. You know, this is, I mentioned it earlier, it's a great time to be an AP uh, community member if you love basketball. I mean, you got both boys and girls team fighting for a state berth. Um, great kids, great community, a lot of support everywhere. Um, couldn't do it without them. It's, it's awesome to be a part of. All right, AP girls basketball coach Brady Driscoll, appreciate the time. Congrats on going to state, and we'll see you down at Wells Fargo right, next yes, week. Sir. It's now time for my conversation with Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl. This is a preview of what's to come on Monday night's Meet the Wolverines show, which airs at 6 o'clock p.m. here on 98.9 KQCR. All right, joining me now is Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl as the Wolverines are going back to state for the sixth year in a row here. Um, coach, six years in a row, I mean, that is so remarkable. Can you just uh, speak to the significance of that? Because, I mean, that doesn't just happen every day, six years in a row. No, that says a lot about the, the kids that, you know, are enrolled at Dyke New Hartford um, from the, you know, actually ever since I've been here, the, uh, the kids have just taken it pretty seriously and, and have done their best. And, um, you know, that's all you can ask for is that they do their best. And, and they have done that. And, um, you know, have gotten a lot of rewards um, the last, you know, five, six years. Um, I, I remember the first time we clinched uh, to go to the state tournament at North Lynn, that, that feel was a lot different than it was last night. And it, it wasn't any less, but it was just a different feel. You know, when you go the first time, um, you know, as a school um, compared to the, you know, the sixth time, you know, it is, you know, more, more business-like, you know. And so... Um, I think the girls are, are ready to go and, you know, we're ready to head down there and definitely have experience going for us. Yeah. And is that something that, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of coaches, a lot of a lot of programs would, you know, consider going to the state tournament uh, like a privilege. But is that something that like you guys are now almost considering like an expectation just because of the culture and, you know, all the. The, the history and the accomplishments and the players you have at, at this point? Uh, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not so sure it's about, it's an expectation. I guess, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I told you many, many times, we take one game at a time and, mm-hmm. and it just so happens, you know, the next team on our schedule is the next team. And, and so like last night or the other night, Bellevue was, 
the next team up. So I, it's just happened to be the one that's the regional final, mm-hmm. and now you know the next opponent's up. So um, it, it's just I, I think it's just a good mentality that they have of, of being competitive, getting the job done, and now hey, look where we're at. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Can you just talk about that feeling a little bit last night, though? Because I mean, obviously, you know, for for some of the players, you know, it is it would be like their their first ever you know time going to the state tournament, you know, being like a freshman or someone that wasn't on the varsity roster last year, because um, it's 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 new for someone every year, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, and that's what we talked about. You know, like I said, we know we we had won, and when talking to the girls, I said that you know never take this moment for granted. I said you need to cherish it right now. I says because thirty years from now it's going to happen pretty fast, um, and when you look back, you know I want you guys to have enjoyed this to you know the max and. Um, I, I think they all enjoy it in their own way. You know what I mean? It's like, um, and, and I'll go back when we won it the first time. There was a lot of you know jumping up and down and excitement and everything. I don't think there's any less excitement or anything. It's just kind of like maybe more visibly, just different. You know. And so uh, I just I just love our kids' um, mentality and how how they you know approach things and how they don't flinch and just you know nothing gets them down. It seems like. Mm-hmm. So talking about you know the the season as a whole up to this point. You guys, your average margin of victory, I think, at last check, it was like 39 points per game or something like that. Um, what are, I mean, this is probably going to be, you know, a way long answer, but like, what are the, what is it that makes this team so successful and just the fact that, like, you're dominating team night in and night out? I mean, I don't know, your press is good, your guys' size gives people's problem, gives people problems, but like, what is it about this team that allows them to be so successful? Like well, yeah, you answered your own question there a couple yeah. times. <laughs> the, the size, the length, yeah. the press, um, but just never let up kind of mentality. You know, um, we, we've had very few, uh, you know, non-let up men, uh, moments, and, and they just play hard because they're competitive. Every second, every minute, you know, every quarter, it's, it's just it just doesn't stop. And, and, and they won't, you know, they just will, will keep coming no matter what. And so, um, you know, it, it's definitely as a coach, it's, it's, it's awesome to have those, that, those type of kids. And, you know, they're, they're very good athletes and they're very good. They're very smart. Um, and they know, you know, how to ride momentum. And, and, you know, we just know when to, you know, do the things that it takes to, to have these kind of wins. But, um, you know, it's just like like I said, just truly a blessing to coach these girls because you know it's it's obviously been working here for you know for, for six years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, and talk to them about some of the milestones, but like Peyton Peterson with a you know all time career scoring record. You know we had an Ellery knock with you know pick up uh, she had a big block milestone as well. Marin Bixby with a. Uh, single game three pointers made record, I believe, is what it was. Um, oh, I'm probably missing a couple others, but like, what's it been like to be able to, you know, help us celebrate some of those milestones and be able to, you know, I mean, that just add a little more excitement to this season, right? Yeah, you're seeing a lot of uh, players, you know, that uh, sadly their careers coming to an end and are getting those uh, milestones, but still not milestones that everybody gets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it comes from a combination of being. Um, a great athlete. It comes from being coachable. It comes from putting in the hard work in the off season. It comes from uh, having deep runs where you have more games. It comes from a lot of things. But however it comes and however it did, um, you know, we have girls that are now just you know getting these marks and breaking records because 
that they have put themselves in positions to do that. And that's lifting weights. That's spending time in the gym, taking things seriously and, and uh, not having a mentality of, oh, well, I'll get it done tomorrow, you know? I'll resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis. I now resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford girls basketball coach Bruce Dahl on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I know you're kind of a big strength of schedule guy, you know, with scheduling a team like Bishop Garrigan. Even in the NICL Central alone, you have another state qualifier in AP, and then Hudson, who took Eddieville Blakes for Fremont to triple overtime, almost made it to state there. So, I mean, um, the competition is there, you know, all the time. Can you just talk about your strength of schedule and how you guys really, you know, it's kind of, I don't know if you could say you'd be tested because you're still, like, beating teams so bad, but, like, I mean, you're you're playing, you know, still among the best teams in 2A, you know, most of the time. Yeah, I would agree. I, the NICL, I mean, is just crazy good. Um, and I think uh, the coaches in the NICL are, are crazy good. And so, you know, you have to be ready to go every night, um, you know, and Hudson, you know, gets to the regional final, AP, you know, is in, and um, and then look at the years past, uh, AGWSR uh, w- was close. Um, and then just go back Denver. So I, I'm just – I think we're really blessed to have the teams that we have in our conference to make us better for when teams happen or when tournament happens. And, uh, you know, we just – you know, there, there's, and there's so much young talent coming up too in, in the NICL. Uh, for next year so that's that's kind of scary but you know exciting as well so um yeah the, the strength of schedule night in night out playing tough teams you know we went over to story city they're traditionally good um center point urbana decor is in um so um just you know i and i give our give our ad a lot of credit for you know we we talked about hey we need to get you know some really good off um out of conference programs uh, to play and and he did that what would you say are some of the biggest highlights or defining moments of the season up to this point? Uh, winning a conference championship. Yeah, I mean, that's – you never want to take that for granted. I I, I always, you know, kind of take the season in, in, in increments. You know, um, if you win uh, 12 games and you play 21 schedule, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed a winning season. So, you know, when we, when we win 12 games – um, I congratulate the girls on, hey, congratulations on another winning season. At that point, I, I, that's, you just don't take that for granted. Because there was years, you know, that, that you know, the, the wins were sparse, you know. And so we really, you know, want to celebrate that. And then obviously, you know, we've won uh, 20, 20 games, eight out of the last 10 years. Uh, conference championships, you know, eight out of 20 years. Eight out of 20. Eight out of the past 10 years. And so, um you know, yeah, you know, it's, that, that, that's, that's just been huge highlights. 20 wins, conference title, state tournament right now. And, and obviously, um, so, you know, kind of superstitious. We didn't have goals a couple of years ago. We didn't set goals. And then we ended up winning a, a, conference, or a state championship. It came off COVID. And so we kind of really didn't know what we had. And so we just really don't set goals, but we know in our in our head mentally what our goal is, and we all just kind of like, you know, we know we know what our goal is. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
but yeah, that's where that's at. So is that something that, like you guys, do you guys just not talk about that much? Just knowing that like, Hey, if we, as long as we just keep doing what we need to do, like we don't talk about, yeah, we don't talk about it. We, everybody just knows. Everybody just knows. It's just one of those things where like the team chemistry is so good. And, and, you know, we, we, we know that right now what we have. Um, and so we, we just don't talk about it, you know, and, and you take it one game at a time and you respect your opponents and, and, uh, uh, every night, uh, no matter who it is, you know, and that's that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, that leads me into you know one of the things that I ask them as well is like how do you how 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 do you guys like compartmentalize it so that like you are just taking it one game at a time, knowing that obviously like the success that this program has had and you know several you know tournament appearances, state championships, but how do you still take it just one game at a time? You know? Yeah, you got to you got to prep mm-hmm. one game at a time, and that's. Uh, get a scouting report. Talk about all the, the players on that team. Um, have you know uh, walk through it. Talk about it. Uh, run the other team's offense. Run the other team's defense. They're out of bounds plays. Nothing changes. It don't matter if the team's one in whatever or twenty in whatever. We're, we're still going to prep the same way and uh, treat everybody with respect because just like anything, not prepping and not doing those things leads to bad habits. And all of a sudden, we're all we're just going to turn it on, you know, for good teams. You know, that that's that's not how it, how it works. And so that's that's kind of how we've approached it. Um, but you know, you, you've seen you've seen upsets happen all the time. You know, seven and sixteen teams are are capable of beating you know twenty win teams. So you know, we just try to put the pedal to the metal and that kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. This interview will air in its entirety on Meet the Wolverines, coming up on Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. on 98.9 KQCR. The Brothers Market Coaches Show will continue next. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but there is free tuna at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Hey, show the mobile app at checkout this week, and you get a free can of Starkest tuna. Plus, with the mobile app, you'll be able to buy navel oranges, a three-pound bag of oranges for 99 cents, and show the mobile app at checkout, and you also get a case of Brothers Water, bottled water case, for $2.99. How about that? From Brothers Market, they're open seven days a week. Come shop for your groceries, get free things, and other great deals. Highway 57 in Parkersburg, Highway 175 in Grundy Center. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by AGWSR Girls basketball coach Mike Finger. As the Cougars, unfortunately, have had their season come to a close at 23-2 and overall. They lost on Thursday night to uh, Newell Fonda, 76-39 to over at Fort Dodge. Coach, we talked before that game how Newell Fonda, you know, they they kind of have their methods, their uh, perennial power, and it looks like they definitely proved it here on uh, Thursday night. But uh, can you go back to that game and kind of describe that from your perspective? Yeah. Um, gee, they're just, uh, man, they're a heck of a, heck of a program in in that uh, they have a great system and they they execute it amazingly well um uh coach jungers i think does a, a fantastic job um in um getting his girls to execute in that high pressure full court defensive system that they have and i mean it's just uh it's tough to go against. We we practiced uh, certainly pretty much the entire time. Our preparation for them was uh, to try to effectively um, break their press. And um, while we had some success, um, <laughs> it 
there there wasn't enough of it. I'll just put it that way. They're just they're really good at what they do, and they also, I mean, they have good athletes. They're skilled. They shoot the ball very well. Um, so I think, as I had maybe mentioned in um, the show leading up to the game, they just don't have a lot of weaknesses that you can try to attack. And I guess I still feel that same way after the result. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately the season comes to a uh, close that night. But um, big picture here, you guys had a, a really nice playoff run. You go 3-1 and one of the postseason. Um, dominant wins over Colo and Esco and HLV, followed by a really tight one with Ankeny Christian. Um, what can you say about your team's postseason run as a whole? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm very pleased. I'm, I'm super proud of the girls um, for both the postseason and, and the entire season. And you know, we look at our two losses, um, uh, Newell Fonda, the number two rated team in, in 1A. And I, I think if you if you compare Newell Fonda to, you know, the schools across at least 1A, 2A, and 3A, I think, I think they probably land in the top five or six. Um, I, I'd like their chances against a lot of the top teams in the, the 2A and 3A teams as well. And then the other loss against West Marshall. So... I, I don't think like um, we don't have anything to be um, unhappy about in terms of the teams that we lost to. Um, and on the other hand, you know, we want to head in the direction so that in the future, um, you know, we're, we're competing more effectively with teams like that. That's, you know, that's the level that we want to get to. Right, and yeah, you guys did take a really good step here this season. Um, Twenty-three and two overall. You got a lot of um, you know, pretty young players still at this point that are you know going to be in your system for a while. Um, on that note, can you just talk about what this season meant for the program as a whole? The fact that you're able to take such a such a large step, get that you know NICL West title in there as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully our girls um, see the potential that we have. And I, and I think they do, um, you know, to take that next step. Definitely it was a significant step forward, uh, 14 and 10 last year. Um, and, and then obviously uh, 23 and 2 this year and, and undefeated in the conference. So the girls have a lot of things to be excited about. Um, and as you mentioned, we still have a, a good core nucleus coming back. We'll, we'll miss our seniors for sure and the leadership that they provided. Um, but we'll have four of our five starters back next year and, um, our, our two leading scorers back. So there's a lot for the girls to be excited about and the potential that, you know, if we, if we do the things that we need to do, um, we can take another step forward, I think next year. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, your key contributors on the team this year. Um, obviously, kind of the, the big story is that uh, Nakia Olivier uh, really took the uh, put the conference on notice. Uh, 21.6 points per game. She makes it onto the first team. And then you have a sophomore in Josie Cooper as well that you know was really dominant uh, at the post position as well. Um, can you talk about those two and some of your other real key contributors to this team here this year? Yeah. I, I think you put it put it nicely uh, when you said Nakia kind of put the the conference schools on notice. Um, she just had a heck of a freshman year. When you consider she's, uh, I think she's 14 years old, um, and she came out and had the kind of season that she did. And you know, night in and night out, she's going for between 20 and 25 points a game. And you know, after the first, I don't know, eight, ten games of the season. 
without a doubt, you know, teams were um, scheming to try to limit her uh, points. And, and by and large, you know, it really, it didn't stop her. Um, so she had just a fantastic freshman year, obviously scoring. I think she ended at 540 points. Um, so, you know, breaking the 500 point barrier as a freshman, just a tremendous accomplishment. And then, as you mentioned as well, um, Josie, um, tremendous improvement year over year. I mean, she was already um, showing uh, great signs as a freshman, um, but really took, you know, a huge step forward this year in becoming um, a major threat inside for us. So it's, it's great to have, um, you know, a post player inside and then a really good guard. So, you know, that's something you can obviously um, build around. And then I think one other point I would mention is uh, the progress that, that Trevin Smith made offensively throughout the year. Um, she went from, you know, not necessarily contributing a ton early in the season. And then really, I thought in the back half of the season, her offensive um, aggressiveness and, and scores mentality just continued to grow right up through our very last game against Newell Fonda. She was taking the ball to the basket um, at all the great times um, that she had those opportunities. So I'm, I'm really excited about um, seeing her progress next year as well. And when it comes to all-conference teams, uh, we, we talked about uh, Josie and Nakia on the first team. Um, you would mentioned Trevin Smith. She's on the second team. Bryn Smith also on the second team. And then uh, Ava Olson is an honorable mention so, uh, selection. So in some form or another, your entire starting five is, is, is on the all-conference team. So what can you say about your uh, selections to the all-conference here this year? Yeah, I'm just really happy for the girls to get that recognition. Um, without a doubt, they, they all earned it and and deserved it. So um, just, you know, really happy for both Nakia and Josie to be unanimous selections on the first team. Um, without a doubt, they um, totally deserve that. And, and Brendan Trevin as well, um, unquestionably um, worthy of second team. Um, at, you know, given the defensive assignments that those two got throughout the year, um, I would have I would have liked to found a way to get them some special recognition for that as well. But um, you know, those two also very deserving of, of of the award. And then and then Ava as well. Happy for Ava to get uh, honorable mention. Does a lot of things for us that don't necessarily show up in the stat book. Um, and I also thought her offensive game continued to improve, especially through the the back half of the season as well. So just happy for all those kids to get that recognition. I'll resume a conversation with AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. February means it's financial aid month, and that also means that your FAFSA is due soon. What's FAFSA? It means free application for federal student aid. Ellsworth Community College reminds you the deadline for completing your FAFSA is March 1st. Reach out to the Financial Aid Office at Ellsworth in Iowa Falls for any questions or assistance. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Give them a call at 641-648-4611 or visit ellsworthcollege.com to learn more. Ellsworth Community College, real tradition, real success. Farming isn't just your livelihood, it's your life. No one understands that better than Farm Bureau Financial Services. This is Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley. 
We offer comprehensive coverage that protects your farm, machinery, livestock, and so much more. You'll get customized coverage in one policy with one premium and one deductible when you need it most. Contact me, Farm Bureau agent Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley, and learn more about smarter insurance for agriculture. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. Light it up, get wired, repair, update, or install your electrical wiring with Forgy Electric of Ackley. John Forgy and his crew can do the job for you. They are busy this winter doing retro and LED upgrades for homes and shops. If you have bigger projects such as wiring for new construction, addition, farm sites, and businesses, don't wait. Forgy Electric is already getting booked into summer. Call now and talk with John Forgy at Forgy Electric of Ackley, 847 8022. 641-847-8022. Hanson Family Hospital is pleased to welcome rheumatology telemedicine to our specialty services in Iowa Falls. With a growing number of people in the United States affected by rheumatic diseases, we understand the importance of offering this service to our community. Our visiting rheumatologists will meet with patients twice a month remotely through telemedicine, a safe and secure way for a medical consultation with an off-site provider. A provider referral is required for an appointment. Hanson Family Hospital is healthcare you can count on. On our Zuma conversation with AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Looking back at the season as a whole, what would you say are some of the biggest highlights or defining moments? Yeah, um, yeah, it's a couple of things. I, I thought our win at Denver um, was one of the most exciting wins. I mean, we, we got off to a really rough start there um, and then kind of battled our way back into the game. And then, if I recall correctly, then Denver kind of rebuilt a lead um, in like the third quarter. And I think, you know, halfway into the fourth quarter, it was looking like it was going to be our first loss. And, and then we kind of we started pressing them and, and the girls created some turnovers and scored some baskets and forced overtime and then, and then ended up winning it, I think by 10 in overtime. That was a, that was a really exciting game and a tough opponent. And so that was definitely one of the, one of the games that comes back to me, um, you know, being able to um, go two and zero against conference rivals, uh, like, you know, Grundy center, South Harden, um, you know, that's always very exciting if you're able to get a win against your your rivals and then to go 2-0 and against each of those teams, I know, was a lot of fun as well. Um, and then the playoff run was, you know, was fun as well, um, probably up until the end. So I, a lot of a lot of fun wins this season for sure. And I'll give you a chance to recognize some folks that don't often get a lot of recognition, and that would be uh, your assistant coaches. Uh, what can you say about your staff here this year? Man, I, I just appreciate my two assistants so much. Um, they're they're both great, um, you know, basketball guys. They um, contribute um, tons towards you know what we do in terms of our offensive and defensive schemes, our our practice drills. Um, uh, they're great with the girls, um, very good at, at coaching the girls and interacting with the girls, uh, very supportive, very positive and upbeat. So, um, and I, like, I just really enjoy, um, working with them and, you know, being around them on a daily basis. So I'm very appreciative and 
feel very fortunate to have those two guys as uh, as my assistants. And when it comes to this upcoming off season, what are kind of the the general expectations there to just to, to make sure that uh, you guys are full speed ahead once uh, this upcoming November rolls around and you start uh, practices and uh, next season again? Yeah, you know, I think uh, going back to some of our earlier conversation, we got some good exposure to you know what a um, a top tier team in in Class One A is like and. Um, you know, that showed us some of the things that, that we have to work on in the off season. Um, we, we need some, um, some more ball handlers on our team. Um, we need to be very diligent in the weight room. Um, you know, we have, we have a really good strength and, uh, conditioning program that coach Smith runs for us. And, you know, we need to be wholeheartedly committed to that, um, throughout the off season so we can continue to get stronger. Um, and then, you know, other just core basics on offense, uh, we got to shoot the ball better. Uh, we got to continue to get a lot of three point shots up. Um, we got to make more free throws, um, got to become better drivers. So, you know, we got a lot of potential and, and lots of room for growth. And to the degree that we invest the time to make that happen, that'll play a huge role in, um, you know, how things turn out for us next season. Well, we're just about out of time, but uh, is there anything else you want to share about your program or about the past season before we wrap up here today? Yeah, uh, I would really like to um, uh, state how appreciative um, myself and the coaches and the girls were um, for our community support, especially the last two games, our our last home game against Ankeny Christian. Um, you know, our community came out, our, our students um, the support that we had in that game was was just fantastic. It was um, probably the funnest environment um, all season long just because our fans came out and then they were very vocal. And then we just had an amazing turnout at the game in Fort Dodge uh, on Thursday night with, uh, again, just tremendous community support. Um, I looked up in the bleachers, you know, right when the game started and I just was um, amazed at the number of people that, that came out. We had the bad weather, and um, but people just came out and supported the girls, and that was huge and just very much appreciated. All right, AGWSR girls basketball coach Mike Finger, appreciate the time, coach, and uh, congrats on a great season, and best luck here in the offseason as well. Hey, thanks very much, and appreciate all your coverage. Thank you. All right, more is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. We're taking 30 seconds or so to talk about Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Some of the great specials they have available now through the weekend include strawberries for $2.99. Pick up potatoes, russet potatoes, a 10-pound bag for $3.99. From the meat department, get whole boneless pork loins, $1.89 a pound. And Brothers Market has ground beef, 80% lean, $3.49 a pound right now. And also, best choice chicken tenders, two-and-a-half-pound bag, $4.99. Get these and other great specials at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Omnium and First Bank Hampton team up to bring you this FFA announcement. In 2003, Benita Hodge became the first African-American woman to receive the American FFA degree, the FFA's highest award. 
Hodge went on to pursue a career with the United States Department of Agriculture. She's thankful for her FFA experience and gives back to the organization by speaking at a variety of FFA events. Today and every day in 2023, we salute the FFA. Congrats on your hard work, FFA students, from everyone at First Bank Hampton, as well as all the employees and staff at the Omnium plant in Hampton. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Grundy Center Girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman. Recap of the 2022-23 season here. Uh, the Spartans ended up finishing 11-11 overall and 4-4 four and four in the NICL West, so right at 500 for the year. Um, coach, obviously a lot of uh, inexperience on this team. We'll talk about it here, that here in a sec, but... When it comes to your postseason, it ended up being a 10-point loss to South Harden a couple weeks ago already, but uh, can you just go back and recap that one? Yeah, one of those uh, games where, uh, you know, you're playing somebody for the third time, so a little bit different for us, uh, uh, having to play, uh, uh, you know, not get a bye, obviously, and playing that first first night in, in regional play. So, um, you know, both teams obviously knew each other very well. Yeah, we came out, I thought, and did a nice job to begin with, uh, especially – um, you know, in the second quarter, our, our defense really came and, and uh, really shut them down for a good portion of the second quarter. I think, unfortunately, we didn't score enough points there in that in that quarter to, you know, extend it and, and make it even tougher for them to, uh, you know, get back into it, you know, come second half. So, um, you know, a lot of similar, similar things that, uh, you know, we saw throughout the year. Uh, one, uh, you know, girls played hard, uh, laid it out there and, and, uh, you know, we just struggled down the stretch, especially, you know, third quarter, uh, we struggled to, uh, you know, to, to get shots to fall and, and to get some good looks and so forth. And so, um, you know, we can't fault the girls effort, uh, by any means, uh, we, we made a mad dash at the end, which we, we've, we've done, you know, before, uh, to, uh, you know, try to get ourselves, uh, back in it or give ourselves a chance, but, you know, credit, uh, South Harden, you know, they made their free throws as well down the stretch and, and, uh, as you said, uh, they were able to move on to the next round. Yeah, so looking big picture here at the season, um, just looking at the schedule here, you start off, um, you know, just just uh, two and six uh, in the first uh, month of the season in you know late November and uh, throughout the month of December. Um, but then you were able to really bounce back in a big way, rattle off several wins in a row. So half of your losses on the entire season, over half, in fact, came before Christmas break. Can you just talk about? Uh, how your team was able to really bounce back from that uh, slow start as this team really kind of started to gel. Well, I think that's what speaks, you know, pretty well of, of these, of these girls and, and uh, you know, the, the camaraderie that they had and, and uh, they worked really well together. They got along very well, uh, treated each other really well and, and uh, you know, challenge each other, but, but once again, treated each other really well. And, you know, we, we made uh, good progress, like you said, uh, Pretty, you know, Ellery and Carly obviously had the experience coming back, but everybody else was new, and and we knew uh, depth was going to be an issue, and and that's just where we are at right now, and and you know, playing a couple freshmen and in uh, Callie and Carly, and and you know, just learned a lot about each other, you know, for those first, as you said, first eight games, uh, record wasn't real good, but uh, for the most part, other than uh, you know, really a couple games, we were in every game. And, uh, you know, single digit losses and and then, uh, you know, you, you put together, uh, you know, a couple good victories and and uh, um, we really liked where we were at uh, at Christmas break. We, we talked about that even with, the, you know, we ended Christmas with the uh, at DNH 
and obviously it was a you know lopsided loss but uh, nevertheless we we liked what we saw the intangibles that we saw and the things that we were working on and and uh, you know fortunately that carried over obviously into into christmas or after christmas break and and uh, you know we went on a nice seven game roll and and um, really speaks you know it speaks to the girls and and how they uh, stuck together and uh, continued to work on the little things you know during that stretch we really did a great job of taking care of the ball and we did a nice job of uh, making that extra pass. And and uh, then more importantly, we just played tougher and harder. Defensively, we got after it more. And we just, we learned that we had to, you know, raise our level of play. And they did that. And so really credit to them. Yeah, taking a look at uh, the stat sheet here this year, uh, when it comes to key contributors, you know, uh, you'd mentioned obviously Carly Willis leading the way, you know, in the in scoring and uh, Ellery Learning uh, right behind her as well. Both finished with the exact same number of rebounds, interestingly, uh, interestingly on the year with 184. Uh, so those obviously the, the kind of the top two contributors, but uh, can you talk about them and, you know, some other people that, you know, really helped lead the way for your team here this year? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, coming into the season, we were expecting, you know, we knew uh, and they knew that we were going to rely on them to, you know, to kind of carry, not carry the whole load, but at least to begin with, really, really handle a a big portion of that. And, and I think it just speaks to them, uh, you know, they're very athletic. Uh, and, uh, they just, uh, you know, for, for most games, they, they hardly came off the floor. And so that is a really hard thing to do. Not something that we like to do, but, uh, we were forced to do And, and, uh, you know, so having, having them, uh, just really understand that role and work into it and, and just play, you know, obviously a lot of nights, it wasn't easy by any means, but, uh, just the overall work ethic, the attitude, uh, and, and their leadership was huge. And then, you know, obviously all the other intangibles of, of, uh, you know, what, what the rest of our team brought and Laney Dole handling, you know, a, a primary portion of the point, but, uh, as a team, we did that with Ellery and Lucy and, and, uh, uh, you know, Callie and, and Carly, those guys all kind of, uh, you know, did that at different times too. And, and, uh, so I thought, you know, the job Laney did the job Lucy did, uh, those two, uh, you know, really needing them to, you know, in, our, in the games that we played really, really well, uh, you know, they were hitting shots from the outside. Uh, they were doing a great job on the defensive end and uh, just, uh, you know, doing a lot of the little things, getting dribble penetration, making that extra pass and and uh, getting stops and defensively. So, you know, really those four and they're all four juniors, uh, you know, played just huge roles for us and really proud of how they continue to develop throughout the year. What would you say are some of the biggest moments or biggest highlights of the season? Well, I'd say the very first, uh, you know, big highlight for us was uh, going to Sumner Fred and and uh, facing a really good Sumner Fred team. You know, Sumner Fred had a, you know, it finished with a really, really good record. Can't tell you exactly off, but I think, you know, only four or five losses on the year. So we went in there after uh, – after uh, you know taking a tough loss against South Harden uh, uh, the the game before, and uh, just you know really spoke to the way our girls were committed to each other, and went on the road to to uh, Sumner Fred, and and uh, you know we were able to find get a get a big victory. So I think that was that was a big piece, and and you know then you go a little stretch again, and and we don't get one until at Jessup, and so uh, doing that in the fashion that we did it. Um, 
you just sticking with it and and uh, finding a way, basically finding a way to win, and and uh, that's what kind of got us on a roll. And and uh, you know, but I kind of take those two moments; those were key moments for us uh, during the season, and and uh, really proud of how our girls responded each time. I'll resume my conversation with Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Extra, extra, read all about it. The Grundy Register keeps you in touch with what's happening in Grundy Center, Dyke, BCLUW, and AGWSR land. There are pictures from area sporting events, pictures of engagements, anniversaries, what's happening around towns, and homes for sale. The Grundy Register makes sure that you know everything that is happening with two easy ways to read it. You need a subscription today. Call 319-824-6958 and read all about it. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank and Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I now resume my conversation with Grundy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindeman on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You had a few uh, selections to the all-conference team, including some first-team selections, I believe, with uh, Carly and Ellery. Can you talk about your uh, all-conference selections here and what they were able to contribute this year? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think it was very fitting. Uh, those two were first-team all-conference players, uh, which is, which is, uh, you know, I think spot on. Uh, and, uh, you know, their numbers kind of speak for themselves. And and uh, even in the games that we struggled, you know, teams were starting to take uh, either both or yeah, at least one of them away. And, and uh, you know, especially down the stretch, teams really packed it in on Carly and made it really hard on the inside for her. And, and uh, uh, but nevertheless, uh, you know, you continue to uh, do the very best that you can do. And, and uh, uh, that's what, you know, I'm pretty proud of. Uh, you know what those two were able to do and, and be able to get those honors and and the same thing uh Lucy getting honorable mention uh I think uh is is uh, very deserving too she she uh uh you know played key roles throughout the whole year uh either on the defensive end uh you know being able to get some steals at, at different times on, on the backside and and uh just causing chaos and then you know really did a really nice job especially late getting some dribble penetration getting to the rack uh, and then also making that extra pass and then hitting some big threes uh, throughout the season for us, uh, which were which were really big, too. All right. And some of the un- unsung heroes as well can be the uh, assistant coaches as well. So I'll, I'll give you a moment here to uh, recognize your staff. Well, absolutely. Uh, you know. Tiffany Sock has been, uh, you know, by my side the whole time for 10 years here. And so uh, just without a doubt, appreciate uh, uh, all the work that she does, uh, all the game planning and, and the time that is spent uh, uh, preparing not only, you know, for our varsity, but does just a tremendous job with our, our JV as well. And just proud of, uh, uh, you know, very thankful for what she brings to uh, brings to the table. And, and uh, we kind of know each other pretty well and, and uh, you know, on the bench and, and uh, just – really work together and really uh you know she just is really good with the kids and and glad she's on our you know on our staff 
You bet. And uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, recognizing your your senior class, you know, two on the roster, only one of them that you know, ended up playing here this year. And I guess it was uh, it happened to be uh, your daughter as well. But what can you say about your, your senior class here uh, for this team and their, ultimately their their legacy? Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those uh, we're really proud of what uh, these two um, you know, have accomplished and it, it, you know, you, a lot of times people talk about accomplishments and you look at the stats and all that, but there in, in sports, there are so many different ways that you can, uh, you know, help your team. And I think these two, uh, without a doubt, uh, have had some, uh, the injury bug hit them, uh, throughout their career, uh, which has derailed, you know, some of the progress that they would have normally made, but nevertheless, uh, unselfish, uh, good teammates willing to do what is asked of them, uh, willing to, uh, you know, fight through and, and, you know, understand that it doesn't always work out the way you want it to, uh, but nevertheless, you're always there for your team. And uh, I don't think there's two better, better girls than uh, Abby and Brooklyn that have uh, shown that and continue to demonstrate that uh, throughout the, the four years, but especially here as seniors. And, and I know, you know, as as the younger kids are there, they they look up to them and and see that and understand that, and that's that's a huge thing as you you know you move on to uh, you know future future endeavors, but understand the importance of that. And when it comes to this uh, upcoming off season, which I guess is technically uh, underway for you guys already here, um, uh, obviously you got a great uh, strength and conditioning program there. You know, multiple sports for the girls to be involved with in the spring, summer, and whatnot. But what are kind of your you know, general expectations for your team between now and when, uh, you know, next November when practice starts up to make sure you're, you know, uh, full speed ahead at that time. Yeah. You know, think for, for us without a doubt, uh, you know, we we're a young team this last year, obviously we bring out, bring back, uh, we'll bring back at least, uh, you know, six, seven people that have, have, uh, uh, contributed uh, in some type of manner, and, and you know, uh, six of them at least are will have major minutes. And so you bring that experience back, uh, and then you start putting that together with uh, who are the next next pieces that we need. Obviously, we want to go deeper than seven. Um, if we can get another, uh, get to eight, that would be great. Uh, and uh, you know how how things work that way. Size is a size is one of those things that uh, you know we can't control, but it, we we've kind of been small here uh you know over lately here and so that's one of those things that we just continue to have to deal with uh but i think the most important piece for us is uh for for our team to understand is the importance of uh, getting in the gym and, and working on uh, on their game during the off season and so we have great kids just tremendous uh, not only on the on the playing floor but also in the classroom they just do a great job and they they do what is asked of them uh, i think the next step is to do more than what is being asked and, and not initially what what is being asked of them but to do it on their own and to do it uh, because they want to and want to improve and and uh, uh, you know, that's the next step for us. We've had a lot of success, and I think sometimes it gets taken for granted a little bit, uh, all the su success that you have, and and uh, understand that uh, uh, no matter what's been done before, you, uh, you have an obligation to uh, to keep carrying that forward. And, and uh, uh, you know, I think it's time uh, for us to be a little bit more of the hungry ones. We've had people coming after us uh, over the number, last number of years and are, you know, tired maybe of getting beat by the Spartans and so forth, and that burns a fire. And so I think it's time for us to start changing that a little bit and that we should have that same fire no matter what. And and I think that's got to find, we, we got to find that here during the off season. 
All right, just about out of time here, but anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up here today? No, I, you know, once again, I know one of the other uh, broadcasts, we talked a little bit about our lower levels, but uh, I think all in all, we had 19 girls that uh, really worked hard, uh, both, you know, at our fresh soft level and then also at our varsity level. And, you know, we we practice together. We do everything, uh, you know, for the most part together during the season and and they support each other very well. And, and you know, it, it's a really good group that we've had this past year and, and uh, um, you know, keep moving that forward. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody likes to talk about, you know, what, what, uh, you know, the little things, the intangibles that, that, that take your team to the next level. And, and so that's, what's going to be fun to see, uh, you know, as we keep progressing and, and uh, we, we go through this off season and get ourselves prepared for the 23, 24 season of uh, who are the people that take those steps to help us do that and help us be um, even more successful here this next year. All right, Grandy Center girls basketball coach Matt Lindemann. Appreciate the time, coach, and the best luck here in the offseason. Thanks, John. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Kosher Show. I admit, sometimes we talk a little fast about Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. That's because we get pretty excited about their specials every week, including this week's deals where they have Best Choice Ice Cream, just $2.99. Pick up Tony's Pizzas, two for $6. Brothers Market has multi meal bags of cereal, two for $7. They also have Nabisco Ritz Chips for $2.99. And Kraft Mac and Cheese, just $1.15. These and many other specials available at Brothers Market, Highway 175 in Grundy Center, Highway 57 in Parkersburg, Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by South Hart and a girls basketball coach, Nick Eller. As uh, the season has come to a close, the Tigers uh, finished nine and thirteen uh, overall. I went one and one of the postseason. Coach, thanks for the time. Let's uh, go back and talk about those two postseason games. Starting with the Grundy Center game, you go on the road. It ends up being a rubber match with them after you split the regular season series, and you come out on top, forty-seven to thirty-seven, to advance into the playoffs. Uh, can you uh, go back and recap that one and how that went from your perspective? Yeah, really hard-fought game. Knew it would be. Um... Grundy's always got a just a good, scrappy, um, well-coached team. It's just, you know, you're going to get a tough game every time we play them. Um, really, really started out the game really slow. I think the halftime score was 15-11, something like that. Uh, we were behind, so didn't score didn't score close to what, you know, we want to normally do or kind of what we were hoping to get a good quick start going. Um, and we're, we're playing bad basketball, just weren't hitting many shots. Uh, both, teams, both teams were kind of cold, some good defense by both teams. Um, and just yeah, you know, kind of just one of those rigid. Either both teams just kind of filling each other out and couldn't get in a flow um, offensively anyway. Anyway, and made it made it kind of a tough, ugly looking first half. But then second half um, felt like we kind of got um, just got more comfortable playing what they were doing with their with their kind of three quarter court uh, pressure they were running, um, some of the zone they were running, and then kind of going back and forth from man defense. And thought we did a good job of just kind of handling those. Uh, and then we we put a little bit of a press on them too, just to seem like it kind of got the tempo up to what we like to play. We're a better team when we're kind of getting up and down the court a little bit more than slow. So um, really, really came out the second half and just kind of enforced our will. I thought on them and just and took it right at them and, and got the tempo going, got some easier buckets to kind of get our offense going um, and and hit shots. That's kind of been the kicker to our whole season. And when we're hitting some shots, it seems like it kind of gets everything going offense defense and and our whole game kind of going in our bench alive so um really good games from from Allie Sheldahl had a really good game um thought Clara Balo played really well 
uh, was able to stay out of foul trouble. That kind of hurt us the last time we played there. Um, she did a good job of scoring down low and really good defense on Carly Willis, who's a very nice player. Um, so just just a good good second half and a good run. We kind of caught fire there and got it got it out to about a ten point lead there, middle of the middle of the beginning of the fourth quarter, um, and then just were able to hold on and hit a lot of free throws at the end when they were trying to kind of get back in it. We just kept hitting free throws, and that's what that's what kind of lost us the game the last time we had we were there to finish some free throws off. Um, the, the game we lost there earlier in the season, um, we just couldn't hit some, and so that was just that was just a bigger difference um, in this game than that one too. But really good job, to everybody, everyone that everyone that played contributed really well, um, had a piece in the game. So it was really fun to see just kind of a whole team victory once we got going in the second half there. And then you advanced to take on Hudson in the next round. Uh, that's uh, that ended up being your last game of the season as uh, as Hudson, you know, a team that's uh, playing here on Thursday night for a trip to go to state. But sixty two to fifty four looks like you hung pretty close. You know, had a lead after the first quarter. But what's the story with this one? Yeah, really hard fought game too. Uh, I knew it would be. We played them earlier in the year. I think we lost by eleven um, and had a really cold shooting night that night earlier in the year. Um, so knew I had to shoot better. Had to have more offense. And man, we. Really did have have a good offensive night. I thought overall, I think we ended up with fifty some points. Um, so shot the ball well. Um, I thought we passed the ball around pretty well. Most of the game could have been a little bit better. Could wish we could have got inside a little bit more. But started out really good. Like I said, first quarter came out. I think I think Grace Seller ended up with two or three threes in the first quarter alone. Um, Ali Shuttle kind of got started off hot, going right away too, um, and played really well. First quarter ended up with a lead. Um, and then second quarter, it was about a dead heat also. I think we ended up at halftime down three. Um, and again, shot well, moved the ball well. Um, seemed like we kind of we kind of ran a full court man pressure. He seemed to kind of get them, um, you know, could speed them up a little bit, which is what we wanted. Um, and that seemed to work pretty well for our defense. Just had a all, game, all night long, just seemed to have a couple, two, three times a quarter. We just had some defensive breakdowns of just not a, not a switch here, not a not a reversal here that we needed to be at, um, helping on a helper type thing, um, things like that that cost us some just too many easy buckets, and that I think was kind of the difference in the game. We would we were scoring well enough to win the game, uh, but each quarter had about two or three possessions where we just give up a layup, give up a bunny, um, and then second half it, it ended up costing us for some threes, and that seemed to be kind of what was the difference. Was I think they end up with three or four threes in a row um, and about the end of the third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter time in there somewhere um, where really wasn't, again, bad bad defense. It wasn't anything special they ran, just kind of got out of kilter on defense or missed an assignment. Um, and they had some girls step up and hit them. We were kind of daring, daring two or three other girls that don't score as much uh, to beat us, and they and they did. So that's why you got to just kind of tip your hat to them that night. Um, and the rest of the girls, like I said, I thought we did a pretty good job on the rest of their leading scores. Uh, kind of keeping them, you know, around the average or a little below. Uh, but they had some girls step up and really hit some shots in those spots that that we were, you know, kind of daring them to and knew, you know, knowing that was going to be the the backbreaker if they hit them. So we, like I said, thought we played a really tough game. Uh, Allie Sheldon, I think, ended up with 17, 18 points. Had a really nice game inside and outside. Um, Grace Seller, I think, ended up with 15 points. Ended up with at least, at least four or five threes. Uh, Lissa kick shot the ball well. Um, had foul trouble all night long was another kind of backbreaker to our night. Clara Balo ended up fouling out pretty early um, and then was in foul trouble two or three fouls in the first half. Uh, got another quick one in the second half and her being out 
with Hudson's thighs really hurt um, and really, really needed her in there more and, and, and just kind of took us a little bit out of, got us out of sync also on some defensive stuff. So there's a lot of things that contribute to that you, that fans probably don't see sometimes. And that's, that was one of them uh, of what some of those defensive breakdowns came from when we were playing on Clara being in there a little bit more. Um, so other girls, like I said, I thought stepped up and played pretty well too off the bench. Uh, Eva Salvo, I thought came in, gave us some great minutes playing against their size down low. Peyton Benson, same thing. Um, Taya Hollingsworth, Haley Rizaki, I I had really nice games uh, too on defense and and put pressure on some of their best best ball handlers and ball scorers. Um, So just a really hard-fought game. I couldn't be more proud of the girls because I thought we played as hard as we played all year. Um, And we're just, it was just a, you know, back and forth game until about that middle of, middle of fourth quarter and the beginning of fourth quarter time there when they just kind of went on that run uh, with some threes to open it up to eight, nine points. Um, and then we just couldn't seem like we could get back, couldn't get it back under six. I think we had it six once or twice from there uh, and just couldn't quite get another shot. We had some good shots. Just like I said, they hit, they hit the big ones they needed to, and we just couldn't quite find them uh, at those same times when we needed to hit one back. So frustrating for the girls. Um, or just coaching the girls that way because I thought they, they I thought they played hard enough and well enough to win, um, but just some different things that that hurt us. Um, you know, those are all, all our own self stuff. And then Hudson having some girls step up uh, is frustrating when you know that it's your your game plan was was there and and they just had some girls come come out play it. You know, and that's just part of the game and part of um, this time of year of basketball. So really, really proud of the girls for the fight. Um, and thought they played a really good game uh, to end the season, unfortunately. And um, kind of kind of story of our year where we played some really good games this year. Our, our record doesn't show that as much, uh, but we played some really good basketball this year. Uh, we just had too many times where a two or three minute lapse here and there is the is the backbreaker of a game or a you know spot in the game where we end up losing the lead and can't get it back. And that's that's been our kind of our story of our whole season. So. Hopefully that's something with a lot of these girls coming back that we're able to learn from um, and be able to flip that script for next year. Yeah, so uh, obviously you just alluded to it, a pretty young team, you know, just two seniors on the roster, only one that, you know, played regularly throughout the season. Um, lots of uh, underclassmen and development. That being said, uh, what do you think some of the biggest uh, strides were for this program, knowing that, you know, you got most of them coming back for next year and in a lot of cases even the year after that, you know? Yeah, we have we have basically our, our starting five back, um, two or three bench players back. Um, lose Jaden Roy, definitely who played some for us as a senior. Um, we'll miss her. We'll miss her guard presence off the bench. Uh, but otherwise, our improvement this year, I thought, was just tons of tons of little things. Like I said, there's nothing that's going to just blow you away on the on the stat sheet. I think we ended up scored about 11 more points a game this year, so our offense was a lot better. Uh, shot the ball a lot better as a team this year. Um, our, our just kind of game sense, I thought, was a lot better, like I said, other than having those two, three-minute spells in a game where we maybe go cold or don't know how to get a bucket. Um, I think those are things that we have to just, you know, learn from and grow from this year. Um, but just I just thought just our overall basketball play of playing, playing with five to eight girls that were all contributing was a ton better. Um, being, in, being in pretty much about every game but about two this year, win or lose, um, I, you know, it was just a big step for our program. Where last year, I, I would guess we were probably seven to eight games where we were just getting blown out by a better team. And now we're kind of closing that gap um, to where every game's a game 
you know, we feel like we should win, or if we don't, it's going to be pretty close. Um, so I think that's just encouraging too, looking back on it. Um, and just overall, just player development was, was night and day from past years. Um, Ricardo Bailo, I thought, took a huge step. I thought Grace Seller took a big step. Ali Schoenthal, Lissa Kicks, all these different players that have now been on their second and third year now finally playing varsity. You can just see them just maturing and developing and growing the way you hope to see. Um, and and we still got a lot to go yet, too. So that's just um, part of it. And like I said, I, I, I the girls have put a ton of work in, so super proud of them for the amount of work they put in the last few off seasons to get to this point is it has not just been showing up and hoping to happen. Um, but we're still another step away um, as a program of another big off season that needs to happen for us to take an even bigger step and be, and be still playing hopefully next year. So we'll see kind of where we, where we can take that from, from there. I'll resume my conversation with South Harden girls basketball coach, Nick Eller next on the brothers market coaches show. Delivering local news, sports, and information from North Central Iowa to the world. 98.9 FM, KQCR, Parkersburg. And at RadioOnTheGo.com. Did you know that February is Financial Aid Month? At Ellsworth Community College, they're dedicated to helping you with the financial aid process. Don't let the numbers scare you away. Their financial aid team will be with you every step of the way. Ellsworth Community College works hard to make college accessible to all. Almost all of their students qualify for some sort of financial aid. Let them help you create your experience at ECC in Iowa Falls. Call them today, 641-648-4611, or visit ellsworthcollege.com. Hi, this is Sammy Cummings with Greenbelt Bank and Trust. Our newest location in Parkersburg is open to assist you with all your banking needs. Our lobby hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and drive-up hours Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30. Our mobile banking unit features in-person, full-service banking, a convenient drive-up, and a night deposit option. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces, a new location, and another reason that Greenbelt Bank and Trust is leading the way. Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Greenbelt Bank and Trust, member FDIC, Equal Housing Lift. I now resume my conversation with South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Eller on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. The all-conference teams were just released here on uh, Wednesday, I believe, and you had some selections. You had Ali Sheldahl on the first team, Haley Rosanke and Grace Hiller on the second team, and then an honorable mention with Clara Balo. Uh, can you take a moment to uh, recognize those players and uh, their contributions this year, ultimately landing them uh, on the all-conference teams? Yeah, Ali Sheldahl was a second-teamer last year as a freshman. Uh, great athlete, um, really good player. Uh, thought she really... Um, she had some ups and downs this year, kind of like our whole team did, but thought she got to be more consistent as the year went on. Um, and also just, I think, started to figure out, you know, kind of her niche and her her, her strengths in these games now. Um, as Coming from eighth grade, freshman year, I've had a chance to coach her for a while. Um, she's always been you know, one of the taller girls, and now you get to high school and varsity, you're not. you got to be able to find some other ways to score um, and, and, and use different moves to score. And I thought as the year went on, she did a really good job of that. Um, carried us in a lot of in a lot of spots and games, and when we needed a bucket, that's who we went to. Um, and then also did a really good job on defense. Guarded usually guarded one of the one or two best scores in the other team. 
Um, so really proud of her for that and t- puts a ton of work into it in the weight room um, and, and then in the off season, uh, just working on her game. So really, really proud of her for the work she puts in. Um, Haley Rizonki, same thing. Usually guards are usually guards the number one best scorer on the other team. Um, so just her, just that alone is a big deal to us um, and does a good job of it most of the time. And then scoring wise, I, I, I know she was frustrated with not maybe taking as big a jump scoring wise as she was hoping to this year, just jumped up a little bit from her past year's numbers. Uh, but I also think that was due to having some more scores around her. So it wasn't as much, uh, it wasn't maybe as many shots as she's gotten in past years also, uh, but just because we've got a better team around her than we did too. So that's a good thing. Uh, but I also know she kind of had some slump shooting too. So I think that's just encouraging for next year that she can shoot a ton better and score even more next year. Um, and we were, you know, that just gives us another bump for next year, hopefully too. Um, and then Grace Eller, a lot like Haley too, we're, really kind of had some ups and downs, really started the year off really slow. Um, and mostly I think it was a lot of it was in her head, really looked good in practice and looked good at times, and then would get in the game and struggle. So really, I, you take that part away. The second half was a whole different player, um, led us in assists for the year. I think it was right, right up there with blocks for the year. Um, so just someone who kind of sets the table for us on a lot of things offensively um, and, and taking the ball out of bounds, different things like that. Um, and then, Kind of surprisingly, you know, not a super, super quick athletic girl, um, but does does a nice job rebounding and defense for us, too. Just kind of knows her niche on our defense and, and kind of her strengths on defense, too, to kind of help us be there, too. So I thought they did a really good job the second half. Uh, she would have put together put together a first half as good as the second. She easily could have been a first-teamer, uh, but just started out really, really slow for some reason. Um, and then Clara Bailo, man, took a huge stride again this year um, from her freshman, sophomore year down in a, her junior year um, and did a really good job, I thought, just getting more confident down low, scoring, um, put backs way better, didn't miss near as many bunnies as she had the year before. Um, and another one that had kind of some ups and up and down games. And, you know, that's something I think, man, we're in a lot of these games this year. Had nine wins this year, and we had tons of games where we had two or three starters, you know, having a down game. And... We're still in games, and we still won some games that way. Um, so I just keep thinking as a coach, too, if we can get to where all five to seven you know, girls playing in a game or clicking and playing playing to their ability, uh, not anything out of the ordinary, just playing to how I know they can, we could be really good next year. So uh, it's just I think just the confidence and just getting that another year experience is huge um, and hoping that you know she'll take another big jump like she did this year and that she did a really good job and is a great post presence on defense for us, too, that people don't realize until she's out. Well, you really lose that kind of rim protector. It makes a big difference for teams driving the basketball, too. So really proud of all those four. They're four that put in a lot of work. Um, and we got our whole team that does a lot of work. So I'm really proud of the group that that we have and how much time and effort they've put in just to get this program kind of turned in the other direction. And, and starting from my first year of three, four wins, we're, getting, we're just slowly building up. And I know everyone wants it to be a faster process as much as I want to also but it just takes time um, and development um, and, and we were right there this year to have an even better year just like I said we were just just missing some pieces and missing some little things here and there that we've got to get cleaned up for next year. Some of the unsung heroes in a program are can definitely be the assistant coaches so I'll give you a chance to uh, recognize your staff here. Yeah really really uh, great group of of guys and gals that I have on my staff and I appreciate all the help that they do because they do a ton the entire offseason more than just the season that I, I think people don't realize either and there's a lot of coaches probably telling you that but 
Uh, Mike Teske has been with us for a long time uh, before I even got here. He was still helping the girls program, did a great job. Angie Cook, uh, those two both coached our JV team uh, and do a great job just helping all together um, with JV and varsity, but they kind of ran the JV team and did a great job with them this year and helped our JV team at winning record. Um, and then Mike, or Jay and Jen Sheldahl, uh, husband and wife that helped me, that have been helping me for a couple of years and have helped helped our youth to program develop a ton uh, with their help and again great help on the bench great help in practice um we've got a, a big group of coaches with five of us total which is way more than most but they all just kind of know their niche and, and are able to help in the spots they help with really well and kind of know their on you know, their role so that's really fun to see um and the girls i think enjoy having kind of their person to go to too so that really works well and they did a ton a lot ton of help this year and appreciate them very much and when it comes to um, this upcoming off season here, which I guess technically you know is already underway, but what are kind of your general expectations for your team here throughout the off season? I know they'll be you know in other sports, but uh, you know when it comes to that and be making sure they're you know up to full speed once next year rolls around. Yeah, I, I'm big on we take a good we take a good about month and a half to two month break here, kind of get away from basketball. Um, and get going on track and all their spring sports. And I'm big on the girls playing a lot of sports, so I think it's a great thing. Helps them be more more well-rounded athlete, um, better competitor, all that great stuff. So I, I really – and we got a lot of girls that do that, so that's awesome. Um, and then we'll kind of get rolling here middle spring, end of spring, start just working on some open gyms and things like that, get get the work girls working on. But really, really try and work on a lot of fun, you know, fundamental stuff, um, personal development stuff of – Things, you know, moves and things they need to work on to improve just their personal game. Um, and then this summer, hopefully get into some summer leagues like we did last year, some team camps, um, and really just get working, you know, just keep working at things that we're taking our weaknesses. We kind of sit down as a team, what are our weaknesses last year? What do we got to, you know, do to get better at those things so we hopefully don't have a repeat of next of last year um, and take that next step, you know, for next year. And that's just, I don't think there's any secret potion we've got to go do um, or special thing we've got to do. I think I think what we're doing is on the right track. Uh, we're just a, we're a year away, year two away yet of being at the top of where we want to be. Um, but hopefully, you know, another good year of work. And then same thing as always, weight room and weight room and speed work. I think it's huge too. We, we, I thought at times this year where our strength and speed was a big deal in a lot of these games. And so hopefully take another step, step that way will help definitely too. All right, uh, just about out of time here, but uh, anything else that I didn't think to ask or that you want to share about your program before we wrap up today? No, I just want to thank you guys for covering me and everyone Saturday, Saturday mornings and covering our team for the for the game or two that we caught you with this year. And um, appreciate our fan support, our school support, um, and, and for covering us. I appreciate it very much and covering all the local teams here, period. I think it's great you guys do that. I know a lot of schools that don't get that coverage, so that's very cool. And appreciate you guys doing it. All right, South Harden girls basketball coach Nick Eller, thanks for the time, coach, and best of luck here in the offseason. You bet. Thank you. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. No one covers more local high school sports than Radio on the Go. Listen to 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com each season for coverage of the Dyke New Hartford Wolverines, the Clarksville Indians, and the South Harden Tigers. We are Radio on the Go. 
Welcome back to the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm now joined by Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans as the Indians ended their season at uh, 16 and 8 overall. Uh, coach, you ended up going a uh, one and two in the playoffs. A couple wins over uh, Rockford and Don Bosco before falling to uh, eventual state qualifier West Fork in the regional semifinals. Can you kind of go back and uh, recap your team's uh, postseason run? You know, we felt pretty confident going into the postseason. Uh, we had been battle tested all season. We had we had our ups and downs. We fought through some injuries and illnesses, and uh, we were really excited about the possibility of what we could do in the postseason. And, and I thought we came out, we defended our home court well um, against Rockford and in Don Bosco. And uh, we were very confident heading into West Fork. Um, West Fork's a very good basketball team, obviously a state qualifier. Played, played two-way basketball all season last season, and I think their last loss uh, was to Dyke New Hartford, who was the eventual 2A state champion uh, last season. So, um you know, they're a very good basketball team, a lot of athletes, long, uh, can shoot it, and, um, you know, they, they came out and made shots, and, and we didn't against West Fork, and then they and we turned the ball over way too much, and they capitalized on those turnovers. Uh, but, uh, you know, we didn't shoot the ball well from the free throw line either. I think we were 7 for 21 uh, from the free throw line. So, um, a lot of coulda, shoulda, wouldas, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles, and that's what happens in sports. Yeah, you bet. So, uh, looking back at the season on the season as a whole, uh, you end up going a uh, sixteen and eight overall. Uh, looks like a couple fewer wins than you had uh, the year prior. Just looking back at the history here. But uh, on that note, you know it's a you know pretty experienced group this year. What do you think are some of the you know key strides that this team made, and you know what they made for kind of the the program big picture wise as well this year? Yeah. Uh, going into the season, we knew that this was probably our toughest schedule to date, um, playing some 3A schools, 2A schools. Um, we beat Hudson, who I'm not sure if they've played their regional final yet, but uh, they are playing in a regional final, and we beat Hudson early in the season. And that was probably our best one of the season. Um, and uh, we are pretty confident, and then all of a sudden the injury bug hit, uh, the illness bug hit, and uh, we kind of – got out of shape a little bit, had to get back into shape, um, but our seniors kind of kept us going in the right direction. Uh, our three seniors are Jenna Myers, Kaylin Hardy, and Rachel Borchardt. And, um, they really uh, were our, our main level uh, leaders throughout the whole season. Uh, never got too high, never got too low, and kind of kept us on track. And after after a season's over and done with, uh, you look back and you say, hey, we were 16-win team, uh, second in the conference, but third straight year to Riceville, who's been ranked for about three straight years, uh, got into two regional finals. Um, so, you, you know, you really start to put some of these pieces together and you realize just how successful uh, this, this season was. Yeah, so on that note, um, you mentioned a little bit here, but uh, if you could just kind of talk about some of your uh, key contributors here throughout the season, you know, obviously Jenna Myers and Kaylin Hardy are uh, your two top scorers here in their senior year, you know, and a bunch of other role players here as well. But uh, who are some of those, you know, really big standout players uh, for your team this year that uh, really uh, led the way? Well, you mentioned Jenna and Kaylin, and, uh, you know, when you just look at pure stats, they, they shot the ball well for us and put the ball in the hole. Pretty steady throughout the season. Um, Rachel was a, uh, a presence inside for us, altered some shots. I think one game she had eight blocks. 
So that was second all time in school history. So um, she really came a long way from her freshman to her senior year. And and then you look at some of the other key contributors. I mean, you go down the list of, of girls, and they all contributed in some way positively throughout the season. Um, we had a few different starting lineups. We had uh, two freshmen in the starting lineup at one point, Paige Campman and Hannah Wangsness. And uh, when you look at the sophomores that contributed, and Claire Lodge and Emily Manwarren, and then you look at the four juniors that stepped in and played key minutes and key roles at some point throughout the season, and Lauren Kelm and Maya Baker and Molly Wilker and Katie Campman. So uh, Katie and, and Molly both started off and on this season for us, and uh, now we're going to have to look to those four girls to step up in a big way because um, you know they've got one more year left, and and uh, they need to take advantage of. You had mentioned the win over Hudson early in the season being a big moment for your team. Uh, can you talk about maybe what some of the other uh, biggest moments or biggest highlights of the season were for for your team this year? Well, we got beat. Uh, well, so if you go back to the beginning of the season, uh, we were three zero. And we went into Hudson on a Monday night, and we were down 15 twice in that game and came back and won in the final. We led for the first time in the last 40 seconds of the game and um, had, had some girls step up and make some big shots and big plays and uh, ended up winning that one. And it felt like a tournament game the fourth, season of the, or the fourth game of the season. And, um, and then we got ranked. I think we jumped into the rankings at 15, and then we had about four or five girls get sick, go into one of the Christians, and they beat us, uh, which then dropped us out of the rankings. So that was a big game, two big games for us. But then uh, I was really proud of the girls because then uh, we, we got Water the Christian at home and beat them by about 16, I think. So we just kind of... We used that uh, fuel, and we went out and we really competed hard and had contributions from everybody on the floor. Uh, had about three or four girls in double digits and scoring-wise, and uh, it was just a really fun, fun atmosphere, a fun game. Uh, so that was really exciting. But then, um, obviously, you look into the tournament, and then we had a really nice game against Don Bosco. Our, I think we hit eight threes. And uh, that was a really exciting moment because that was the only the fifth time in school history where a Clarksville girls basketball team has made it to the regional semifinal. So that was a really, really exciting moment for our girls. I'll resume my conversation with Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Double dip, double down, double check. There are a lot of phrases with the word double. And at Butler Bremer Communications, they have doubled their internet. If you live in Clarksville, Plainfield, and other service areas, internet speeds from Butler Bremer have doubled. Even better, there is no rate change on their two main plans. The 25 meg plan now gives you 50 meg speed, and 50 meg is now 100. It's double the download, double the upload, and double the speed for the same price. They even have faster plans available, so contact Butler Bremer Communications at 319-267-4458 or check out butler-bremer.com and double up today. 
Farming isn't just your livelihood, it's your life. No one understands that better than Farm Bureau Financial Services. We offer comprehensive coverage that protects your farm or ranch, machinery, livestock, and so much more. You'll get customized coverage and policy with one premium and one deductible when you need it most. Contact Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberlein in Clarksville and learn more about smarter insurance for agriculture. Call 319-278-1144. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agricultural Insurance Company. I now resume my conversation with Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. You had mentioned there you had an illness bug at some point of the season as well. What do you think were some of the uh, biggest challenges that your team had to overcome throughout the season, and how were you guys able to, to you know overcome those? Well, um, it, it kind of became a theme for us to start games slowly and then have to try and fight and battle to get back into them, especially against good teams like the, the games that we dropped against New Hampton. Um, you know, Jenna got hurt in the first couple minutes, and then we had to find other girls to step up, and, and uh, we just got down big, made a little bit of a comeback. I think we brought it within three in the third quarter, and then we just kind of ran out of gas, and uh, that was a tough one for us. And Colonesco, or sorry, not Colonesco, Collins Maxwell on a Saturday this season came, came to our place, and we got off to a really slow start. I think we were down 12 to 1 or 12 to nothing battled back, got it within two in the second half, and then kind of ran out of steam again. Um, so, uh, you know, it was just it was one of those types of seasons where once something became a theme, it, we couldn't really shake it. So the slow starts were kind of a, a problem for us. Um, and then field goal percentage. I mean, we'd, we'd have some games where we'd put the ball in the bucket and some games where we just couldn't find, find, find the hole. Riceville at home was an example of that game where uh, we shot the ball from the field for the entire game 5.7%. I don't think we had our first made shot until the second second half. And I think we hit two threes, and the rest of the points we scored that night were free throws. And and we were getting great shots. It was just one of those themes that kind of became this um, infectious sort of deal and some games we were lighting it up, and some games we couldn't couldn't throw it in the ocean. All right, and then uh, when it comes to you know uh, looking at the big picture here, you ended up having three seniors on this year's roster. If you could just you know take a moment to recognize your senior class and kind of what they did and their their legacy with this program. Oh, for sure, they they came such a long way from being uh, freshmen to, to where they are now. Um, they're going to be remembered as three of the better seniors that we've had go through this program. Uh, Jenna Myers is going to go play basketball at Warburg next year, and, and she really uh, developed from her sophomore to her senior year. She just really, really uh, learned to love basketball and, and uh, became a great leader for us and a good, great scorer for us and a shooter and a defender and you know did just about everything for us. So... We're really excited to be able to just go down the road to watch her play at Warburg next season. Um, you got Kaylin Hardy, who uh, contributed a little bit as a freshman, a little bit as a sophomore, and then burst onto the team last year and then ended the season as a first-team all-conference player. Same as Jenna. Jenna and Kaylin were both first-team all-conference players for us this season and um, just worked on her game so much. Uh, she 
became uh, 44% shooters from behind the arc, and, and that's, uh, that's, that's tough to do, especially when uh, you're asked to step up in a big role, and um, she did. So we, we couldn't be more proud of her. And, and then Rachel. Rachel came a long way, ups and downs, um, until the last, I think she averaged about 14 points the last three or four games of the season for us. So um, she, she stuck with it and did everything in her power to be the best player she could be for her teammates. And, and speaking of teammates, she is a great teammate. Uh, she was always a positive leader for us. And he never said a bad word to anybody. So uh, very proud of those three seniors. And, uh, you know, those, those four juniors coming into next year are big, big shoes to fill. And some unsung heroes uh, definitely can be the uh, uh, assistant coaches. So I guess I'll give you a chance to recognize your staff here as well. Yeah, uh, assistant coaches. Uh, Sierra Vance was uh, one of our assistant coaches this year, and she obviously was a, a player for us the last four prior years to this year. And uh, she brought, she always has been able to bring positive energy. In. And she uh, bought, brought positive energy in a new role this, this season as an assistant coach. So we, we very much value her and her opinions and and uh, the, the positivity that she brings to the program. And, and then the head assistant coach and Scott McCubbin, um, he's also my brother-in-law, and so we spend a lot of time together talking about basketball and, uh, you know, probably more than I'd like to admit, but uh, we, we're talking about it all the time, constantly coming up with different ideas and different plans and different uh, development programs for our girls and, uh, you know, so many positive contributions to our program. You know, it couldn't it couldn't be done without the assistance. That's for sure. They they are the unsung unsung heroes, and um, they put in a lot of hours, a lot of unseen hours of work behind the scenes. So uh, the things that we do, we couldn't do without them. And when it comes to uh, expectations for this upcoming off season, what are kind of your you know general expectations? To make sure you guys are you know ready to roll once next season comes around. Yeah, we, we'll take some time off and um, maybe in April, May, kind of get back in the gym once or twice a week for some open gyms. And and then uh, over the summer, we really hit it hard in June and we kind of back off in July and, and then come back in, in August and then open gyms in September and October and then we're back at it. So it's kind of crazy to think that it's only a few short months away before we start playing competitively again over the summer and uh, really looking forward to it. I, I think this team has a lot of potential, a lot of uh, potential for some unique uh, style of play. And, uh, you know, we're not going to be tall, that's for sure. We're not going to be a, a long team. We've got a lot of um, five, six, five, seven girls, and uh, I think maybe one five ten girl, and that's going to be it. So uh, we'll have to really work on the skills and keep developing skills and how to play this game and, We'll, we'll be ready to go once November 7th goes around. All right, Coach, any final thoughts you want to share about your program before we wrap up here today? Nope, just it was a fun season, just as always, and uh, looking forward to the next one. All right, Clarksville girls basketball coach Ross Timmermans, appreciate the time, Coach, and best luck here in the offseason. All right, thanks a lot. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but there is free tuna at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Hey, show the mobile app at checkout this week, and you get a free can of Starkest tuna. Plus, with the mobile app, you'll be able to buy navel oranges, a three-pound bag of oranges for 99 cents, and show the mobile app at checkout. And you also get a case of Brothers Water, bottled water case, for $2.99. How about that? From Brothers Market, they're open seven days a week. Come shop for your groceries, get free things, and other great deals. Highway 57 in Parkersburg, Highway 175 in Grundy Center. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family. Back one final time on this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Big thank you to all of our area girls basketball coaches for joining us today. If you missed any of today's show, you can find it on demand at RadioOnTheGo.com. Pretty big basketball game coming up tonight in Dyke as the number 3 and 2A Applington Parkersburg boys will look to punch their ticket to state in the sub-state game against Monticello. Pre-game coverage starts 6.40 p.m. and the opening tip-off from The Shed in Dyke is at 7 o'clock. Certainly hope you're able to tune it in if you can't make it. And then coming up on Monday night, February 27th, a couple of signature Meet the Team shows. We'll meet the Dyke New Hartford girls basketball team at 6 o'clock p.m., followed at 7 o'clock p.m. by the Applington Parkersburg girls basketball team. Certainly hope you can join us for that. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Mowinkle for Radio On The Go Sports. You've been listening to the Brothers Market Coach's Corner. Now checked out for this Saturday. If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coach's Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.